accepting Jesus in your heart or accept God into your heart, that's a wrong, unbiblical statement. So why? Some people are going to be up in arms about that and are up in arms about that because that was their very uh, <clears throat> initial time of salvation. They That's when they turned and, and sought after the Lord. And so most of us who are over the age of 30 have prayed that prayer and it was prominent in the church, this whole sinner, sinner's prayer thing. And the verse that everyone will go to, it's the only verse that anyone can go to, is uh, Revelation 3.20, which is Jesus saying, I stand at the door of your heart and knock. <clears throat> but that's out of context to, to use in that fashion. So the fact of, of in the prayer to say, Lord, I accept you into your heart, or accept, I accept you into my heart, is is wrong. So let me tell you let me tell you why. And I I care about this stuff and we should all care about this stuff is because when you understand things correctly, when you understand things in proper context, when you know what the Bible's actually saying in areas, it becomes so much more beautiful and so much more powerful. And it, it's good to practice this because then you're able to pick apart things and, and um have the truth revealed to you more often than just to, to take man's word for it. Okay, so for one, one of the most simple explanations why it's wrong is God doesn't dwell in the heart. Um, God is, God's spirit is in us, all, all of us, and in, in every part we are both flesh and spirit, and, and God dwells in us fully. Two, the question or the statement kind of alludes to us coming to God. Now, it says, I stand at the heart of your heart and knock, but that's saying, like, we're taking the initiative and, and opening that door and allowing God to come in and, and you know, or the, the same phrase that kind of goes along with that is, I made Jesus my Lord and Savior and stuff like that. And before, let me preface this before people just start checking out because it's a very sensitive topic. Um, if you've said this prayer, it doesn't mean you're not a Christian. It doesn't mean it was it's a bad um was a bad thing or anything but with that being said again we need to understand these things correctly so so God has chosen us God give, gives us the gift of belief um, he chose us since before the foundations of the world and no one seeks God no one understands God without his blessing so okay next when you understand the verse in context you see that Jesus actually is talking to already believers. It's an invitation for Christians to be in communion with their Redeemer, to fellowship with Him, to to pray to Him, to enjoy that that fellowship with our God, to make sure our hearts are right before God when we come to Him, that we have that reverence of of the God we are coming, to, that we are beholding. You know, we need to see Him in that that light of awe and reverence. And so he's saying, I'm inviting you to behold my glory. I'm inviting you to be under my authority. And then you will enjoy the fruits of what it means to be with me, to, to, to enjoy time with me. That invitation to eat back then, especially, I mean, even today, we understand it as a very friend, friend, uh, friendship kind of thing. And so sitting down to eat with somebody was, was a big proclamation of this is my friend. This is whom I, you know, someone I love. And lastly, there in the New Testament, there are no initial prayers for salvation. People repented 
they turned and walked towards Christ instead of towards the world, period. And, and again, not that it's bad to say a prayer, and, and it's kind of how our culture is now. We, we kind of start off things in, in prayer, and then it's, it kind of feels like a good starting point for us, but there's no need for an initial prayer. You, you change your life. The problem, and the problem with this, this is why it's so important, is a lot of people have said this sinner's prayer, you know, 20 years ago at some big stadium event, because the preacher told them that all they need to do is say this prayer to secure their spot in heaven. And so for 20 years, they've had this full assurance of salvation, and yet nothing has changed in their life since they said that prayer. So they have this false sense of, of salvation, which is one of the most dangerous places to be in life. And it's, it's no good. You know, we need to be preaching truth to people. And unless your life has changed from beholding God's glory, then you haven't really beheld anything, and you're fooling yourself. So I pray this is encouraging and you know, makes you hungry for more truth and hungry for more contextual study because it's important, so important for us to know our Bibles and know that when what we're hearing is biblical, whether it be our preacher or, or other preachers, um, can't be we can't be swayed to and fro. You know, we need to be solid food Christians and, and get off the bottle. So, love you guys. Bye.